Writer Program, created by Rio Grande. Okay, please, calling all cars, attention all cars, broadcast 215 is our missing person. Be on the lookout for a woman described as 5 feet 5 or 6 inches, weight 115 pounds, star Karen Ives. The woman was employed as a nurse on the yacht Asia on December 20th and has not been heard from since. That's all. Well, Justly proud, we believe, of the hearty endorsement which has been freely given Rio Grande Class Gasoline by the most experienced gasoline authorities of our generation. The men who day and night in all kinds of weather are at the wheels of your police cars, ambulances, fire engines, and other emergency equipment. These officials, the most exacting drivers covering a hundred miles where you and I travel one, rely upon Rio Grande Class Gasoline because they say, here is one motor fuel that has everything. That kind of endorsement can't be bought with money. It has been earned by the sheer merit of Rio Grande Crack. Let the experience of the authorities guide you, as it has tens of thousands of others, to the nearest red and white Rio Grande station where police car performance and Rio Grande Crack gasoline mean one and the same thing. Start the new year right with Rio Grande Crack, the most genuinely recommended gasoline in the West. And now we present Chief James E. Davis of the Los Angeles Police Department. Chief Davis. Good evening. The case we are about to hear had its inception less than two weeks ago. It reached its climax last Friday when the yacht Tapia reached Los Angeles Harbor. There has been no case in my experience where more tangled threads were interwoven to form a tragedy. It is our rare privilege to have with us tonight one of the survivors of this terrifying ordeal. I present Miss Elsie Bedan. Thank you, Chief Davis. The word terrifying is rather seems rather insignificant to me now. As I look back on the ten days I spent abroad or FE, drifting down the coast, to say that it was the most terrible experience I have ever gone through is putting it very mildly. One thing I am sure of, I'm the most grateful to be home alive tonight. Take it easy, pal. There's worse places than being here in San Quentin. Yeah? Where? <laughs> Did you ever try to force him? No, I ain't ever going either. You will if you don't get them full power ideas out of your nut. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Or let's write about being descended from Henry Morgan, the pirate. <laughs> Who cares? I do. Don't you like it? Listen, if you ask me, I think you're nuts. I didn't ask you. I know a lot of guys who claim they're descendants from John Lafitte, too. Hmm. And I'm not going to put my pipe with some mortals, guys. Yeah, but me, I wouldn't brag about him then. Why not? Listen, I used to live down on the Texas coast where the feet hung out, see? And down in Louisiana, I've seen some of his descendants. Yeah, well, Henry Morgan was different, see? Yeah, that's what the U.S. said. Hey, yes, I saw a play about him once, and all I remember about it was that he was always making passes at some thing. Hey, maybe you were one of his descendants at that. I hear you get sent up here for getting tough with some game in a grass street. Listen, you rat, make another crack like that. Now, what? 
I'll land on you like a ton of bricks. You do when I lay here. I'd just like I was a brick mason, see? Ah, pipe down. Go on, go on to sleep. Hey, you. What's the matter? You want to you dream about being Henry Morgan, the pilot? Well, what if I do? Morgan, huh? Yeah, that's the kind of life I'm going to lead, too. Yeah? When? When I get out of here next month. I'm going to get me a boat and take off for the South Sea. Sure. What are you going to use for dope? I'll get by. I'll suppose the Siemens will have had time to get a roll. Man, it's a bounding main for me. <laughs> Thus, on April 16th, 1937, five years after his conviction in Los Angeles on charges of assault, Jeff Morgan was released. Registering as Abel Seaman, Morgan kept for Gulf Sports, where he met and eloped with pretty brunette William Casanova. Together, they came to Los Angeles again, where, working as an apartment houseboy, but along the harbor district, posing as a naval officer, Morgan began to find new friends. Yeah, hello, George. How's it? Oh, so, How are things going with you? Shouldn't be better. Looks like this war over in China may get to be something. That'll be fine for me. Well, well all the reserves will probably have to report. Oh, sure. I forgot about that. What was your rank? Henson, wasn't it? That's right. Just got through to Annapolis in April. April 16th, as a matter of fact. <laughs> you didn't waste any time getting married after that, did you? Ah, oh, sure. Why wait? That's my motto. <laughs> I thought the Navy had a ruling against that. thought Henson's had to wait a couple of years. Uh, well, I got a relief. Oh. Oh, by the way, how is Lillian? Uh, she's feeling fine now. Couldn't be better. When for happy occasion? About March, I guess. Be a proud papa, huh? <laughs> and how? Going to name him Henry Morgan? Yeah, yeah, I think I will. Maybe he'll grow up to be a pirate, too. Don't say that reminds me. When are we going to take that trip to Catalina? The one you've been talking about. Well, I don't know. I wanted to get over before Christmas, but I've run a little low on cash. You know, Christmas presents and all that stuff. Mm. I don't know whether I can make it till after the first of the year. Oh, that's too bad. Well, look. i got 50 bucks I don't need. You have? Yeah. Why don't you take that and see if you can't pick up a boat? We'll take a bunch and go over and spend a couple of days and get back in time for Christmas. Oh, no, I wouldn't want to do that. Oh, boy, think nothing else. Here. Now, take it. Think you can charter a boat for that? Oh, sure. I know a fellow let us have his boat, provided we'll take him along. Nice guy. Well, fella. Well, let's do it. He'll uh, probably have to have his girlfriend along, too, and the little boy. Well, so what? The more the merrier. And to say, listen, hadn't you better take along a nurse? Huh? Just in case something should happen to Lily. Oh, yeah, yeah. I guess we'd better do that. Now, you go on and make arrangements for the boat. And we'll get together tonight. How's that? Great idea. See you later, George. <laughs> Acting upon his much-discussed plan of making a short cruise to the Isthmus, Morgan contacted Dwight L. Paulding, Santa Barbara sportsman and yachtsman, whose boat, Apia, lay on the harbor at Wilmington. Well, Mr. Paulding, Tex Harbor told me he thought I might be able to charter your boat for a run over to the island and back. Maybe. How long do you want to be gone? Oh, just a couple of days. I thought we might shove off, say, Monday, spend Monday night on the island, get back Tuesday night or Wednesday morning. Well, we could do that. You see, I don't want to be out on Christmas. I'm planning to run up to Santa Barbara and spend the holidays with my mother and the family. Oh, we'll be back all right. We've got quite a few parties planned, my wife and I. Some of the officers from the fleet are coming in. We'll be pretty busy ourselves. Oh, uh, oh yeah, I almost forgot. Uh, how much do you want for the boat? Oh, just about what it takes to run it. I think 50 or $60 dollars will cover it. How many in your party? Well, I'm bringing a friend of mine, George Spurnack, my wife and her nurse and myself. Well, uh, I've got a man in the crew. I'll handle the boat. That'll save you hiring another deck man. Well, I'd like to take my fiancée and her young son along, though. Why, of course. Come on, let's make a party of it. Employment agency. Uh, just a moment, I'll connect you. Yes, sir. 
What can I do for you? Well, I'd like to secure the services of a competent nurse as a companion to my wife. Is your wife ill or an injured? Oh, no. As Winter would say, we're infantisipated. No, we're going on a two-day cruise over to Catalina, and I'd like to have someone along to, well, sort to look after my wife. Mm, I think I have just a nurse for you. Uh, let me see you. Just a moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, here's your card. She's a very efficient girl. Her name is Elsie Bedell. Mm. I'm sure she'll be just the girl you want. Well, here's my address. I'll get in touch with me there. Not to be glad to. Uh, 249 Domino Street, Long Beach. Uh, is that the right address? Mm, that's right. However, you better give me the nurse's phone number and address just in case anything comes up. Of eh? course. I'll uh, write it down for you. Uh, there you are. Elsie Bedell, eh? That's right. And I'm sure you'll be entirely satisfied. <laughs> I hope so. On December 27th, when Elsie Verdan did not return nor communicate with relatives, and when Morgan did not return to the employment agency, Lillian Verdan, the missing girl's sister, went to the district attorney's office. Well, come in, Miss Verdan. I understand you want to see me? Yes, I, I want to help in locating my sister. Uh, won't you sit down? Thank you. How long has your sister been missing? Well, I don't know exactly. You see, there's something peculiar about her going away. Well, perhaps you'd better begin at the beginning and tell me the whole story. Well, about a week ago, my sister got a call from an employment agency where she registered to get in touch with a, a Mr. Morgan. Uh, what does your sister do? She's a nurse. I see. Uh, go ahead. Well, she got in touch with this man, and he told her uh, his wife was in ill health, and he wanted my sister to act as companion, got to look after he told her to come to Long Beach first, uh, gave her an address on Zanino Street. Have you that address? Uh, yes, sir. Here it is. Mm. Go ahead. Well, uh, later this man called again and said Elsie, uh, she's my sister, was to meet him and his wife in San Pedro. Well, she did, and they spent a night at a hotel there. Uh, she wrote me a note from the hotel and said that they were going to Catalina for a couple of days. Uh, just a cruise to the business or something. Well, what's wrong with that? Well, that was on Monday. Last Monday, and I haven't heard from my sister since. What? Yes, sir. And I'm frantic. I called the agency that sent her out, and, and they said I should report the case to you. Do you think something might have happened to your sister? No, oh, I don't know what to think. We've never spent Christmas apart before. Always since we were little girls, we've always managed to be together for Christmas. Elsie wouldn't let anything interfere with that. Well, uh, maybe she couldn't get back in time. Perhaps she's still over at the island. Mm, but at least she would have written me or, or called. Oh, I'm sure something's happened to her. Do you happen to know the name of the boat she sailed on? Well, I, I, I've got it here in her letter. It's um, A-A-F-J-E. Whatever that adds up to. All right, Mr. Dan. We'll get on this right away. Let me have your phone number and any address where I may reach you in an emergency. We'll let you know just as soon as we get a line on the boat. Oh, please do. I've got to know what's happened to my sister. District Attorney Pitts immediately assigned investigators Terry Dean and Wesley Ensom to follow out the leads given them by Mr. Dan. Confronted with conflicting stories and new aspects of the case, the officers report to District Attorney Pitts. Well, boys, what did you find out about this Morton guy? Plenty. Looks like a funny case to me. Why? Well, in the first place, the address he gave that employment agency and the Berdan girl was phony. That's evidently why he told her to come to San Pedro. Now, here's the page from the hotel register in San Pedro. He was registered there, all right, with his wife and the girl. Uh-huh. Where do we go now? Well, a fellow named Tex Halbert down in Wilmington says this man Morgan chartered a yacht last Monday. That the owner was with him, took along a woman, his fiancée, a little boy, a fellow named Horn as part of the crew, and uh, Morgan's party. The girl with him? Yeah. There was Morgan, his wife, the nurse, and a fellow named Furnack. Uh, he lives at the same place Morgan used to work. 
Where was that? Apartment house down on Grand. Used to be a house for there. Quit about ten days ago, or ten days before he sailed with Catalina, that is. It doesn't make sense that a house boy would charter a yacht for a two-day cruise, does it? No, it doesn't to me. Get any more dope on the yacht? Not a word. Well, this looks like a case for federal of your investigation. Think I'll call John Hanson and tell him about this. If this girl's been kidnapped, it's up to the G-men to start looking for her. Let us turn back the clock now to December 20th, just 15 days ago, when the yacht after sailed from Wilmington on his voyage of horror. Aboard are four men, three women, and a small boy. Sailing, sailing over the bowling main. <laughs> oh, boy, is this a life. I don't ever want to go to shore no more. I just want to keep on sailing until I come to some island and then live there for the rest of my days. That's a good thing to do if you can do it. I can do it all right. I'm a Morgan, I am. One of old Henry Morgan's descendants. The blood of pirates flows in my veins. Well, but pirates aren't very popular nowadays. Who says they ain't? Well, I was merely making a conversational remark. Nothing personal intended. Well, be careful you don't make no personal remarks. Hello. Well, come here. What is it, dear? You believe I'm a descendant of Henry Morgan, don't you? Yes, dear. And you're proud to be the mother of another Morgan, ain't you? Yes, dear. Why don't you try to take a nap? You've been drinking and... Oh, what? I'm having a good time. That's what I hired this guy in his boat for. To have a good time? <laughs> We're going to sail clear to the South Seas. We're going to found a new colony. Yes, dear, I know. But all these other people, they've got work to do. They can't go with it. Oh, they can't, huh? That's what you think. They'll go and like it. Here, give me that bottle of rum. Fifteen <laughs> men on a dead man. Yes. Yo-ho-ho! And a bottle of rum. Seem to be enjoying yourself, Morgan. Well, that's what I heard. You and your boat for in it. I suppose so. And keep your trap shut. If you ask me, I'd say you've had enough of that bottle already. Yeah? Well, nobody asked you. Dear, why don't you try to get along with people? You're always starting an argument with somebody. You don't like the way I act. You know what you're going to do. Oh, about no, it. dear. Come on, go on, please. Get away from oh, me. Oh, please don't stop me that way, Jim. Hey, Mr. Morgan, I thought you told me your wife was too weak to be alone. I just saw you hit her. What's it to you? My nothing. Except I'm employed to look after her. Oh. So you think I hired you to look after her, do you? Yes. Didn't you? <laughs> Don't make me laugh. A dame as good looking as you? <laughs> Stick around, sister. You'll find out. Why, you filthy beast. You put your hands on me and I'll... Oh, what? Let go of me. Yeah, what's coming off back there? Bob, take the wheel a minute, will you? What's all the rumpus, Morgan? That's it to you. Well, after all, I'm master of this boat as long as I'm on it. Oh, uh, yeah? Well, that can be taken care of. Now, don't try to be funny, Morgan. You're drunk. I'd advise you to get below and sleep it off. After all, I have my fiancée and a little boy aboard. I don't want this kind of stuff going on. Oh, so you don't want this kind of stuff going on, don't you? <laughs> Well, I like this sort of stuff. Morgan, put that gun down. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, oh. Jack, you're sorry, little boy. What happened? What did you kill him for? Let me help you. Quiet, quiet, all of you. Quiet, I say. You shut off your mouth anymore, you'll get a dose of the same medicine. 
Yo, Horn, get away from that wheel. I'm taking command here. Oh, no, you don't. Oh, no, are you still here? As well as you carry you. <laughs> You're a lousy cut, Baldy. Here's the way you ought to do it. <laughs> Next one of you James that lets out a peep gets the same thing. Hey, you, Lil, get me that bird gun. I'll need it. <laughs> yeah, I'll need it. <laughs> sailing, sailing over the bounding main. Yo-ho-ho! Probably getting along good. Oh, I don't know. That man's had him in that closed-up cabin for hours. If I could only get him out somewhere, I'd slip the key out of his pocket while he was asleep. Here, don't see how the boy is. Most thank you, Mr. Hey, 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 break thank it up, break it up. Get moving, Burnett. Get up forward and stand away. Now listen, Jack. I'm worn out. I can't stand watch again. I just finished 18 hours. Ago. Listen, you. I don't want none of your lips, see. I'm running this boat. You do as I say, or else I won't do it, Jack. You can do what you please about it. I'm not going on what. Oh, so you want what's calling that, do you? Okay, pal, here it is. Oh, Jack, please, please don't do it anymore, please. What are you pillaring about? You're in love with this guy, ain't you? Oh, Jack, you know better than that. Listen, Jack, you need Jack to help run the boat. What do you do if we run out of fuel? We've got to have George and Bob to help us. We'll never get to the South Seas this way, darling, unless we have help. Yeah. Uh, that's right. Well, all right. But get this straight, Spurnack. The only reason I'm letting you live is to use you. Yeah. When we get where I'm going, you get dumped overboard, see? Yeah. <laughs> Over. Say, it reminds me. Look at that carpet out of folding cabin. We're going to wrap up his body and throw it overboard. Them Navy flyers might find it in the morning when they come snuffing around here again. Uh, okay, Jack. That's good, Rose. That's good, Rose, I say. She went below to see about the boy. Where'd she get the key? Why, I... Now you stole I... it, did you? Well, here's something else that can use. You let her alone. I ought to kick her teeth out. Keep away from her. Haven't you heard of her enough in the last five days? What's it to you? Say, that reminds me of something... Time, get going. Get down to your cabin. Time, go and move, move. Put that gun up. What are you going to do? Well, I'm going to teach you to keep your nose at other people's business. <laughs> oh, <Dad. laughs> Dad, Dad, get started. That was George and Elsie. George went to get a carpet. Jack's going to throw the body overboard. She's got Elsie down in her cabin. That dirty rat will get him. No, no. Morgan, I'm going to... You want something on, eh? Well, here it is. <laughs> hey, how does that feel? 
gunbutts are swell things to use on guys like you. How can you keep doing things like that to people? Don't you like it? Hey, put on that stool. Put you on that stool. again and I'll tell you. Yeah? Go away. Oh. Yeah, but I don't... There's a marlin spike over there. I'll get it. You sing out that the line's okay. 
I'll pretend I'm coming up to take the wheel. We'll let him have it. Okay. I got it, George. Okay. The line's okay now, Mr. Morgan. All right, Mister. Take the wheel, Lauren. With pleasure. Oh, I got him, George. Here, let me help you. Here. Don't forget it, George. You have to do it. I'll go tell the women. Hurry back. You gotta reach those sails. Lillian, Elsie, Gertrude, come up. George, get that mantle. Hey, watch out. George, 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 cut the line. Use the fire and cut the line. Here, Bob. Let me have the wheel. You go ahead, George. All right, George. Uh, the mainland, George. Fly it right down the sail. We'll all make land with a jack and nothing Just to during that stall. Hope to see the SOS was painted on that sail. So do I. Last sail we got to. Yeah. Use all the gear grease to paint it. I don't care so much about us. The women are suffering a lot. Yeah. A little body. Hey, listen. You're a plane. So do I. I thought I heard a plane. You're dead. And there it is. Straight to the north. Oh, where are you going? Hey! Oh. Hey, come on down! Oh, he can't hear you. I know, but maybe he'll see us. He does, Nick. He's going to. Oh, maybe he's going to land. He's seen us. Lion, go to the body. He's landed, but he can't take us all back. Nobody can send us help. What's <laughs> up? American yacht object. Wilmington. Skipper's dead. Are you in trouble? Lots of us. We have no food or water. Five on board. I have no rations or water. I'll be come back. Send help. Right away. Coast guard. Okay. We're going to be saved when he comes back. I'm sure he will. Just send a boat. We'll be all right now. Oh, thank God. Thank God. Hey, Lord. Elsie. She's fainted. moment, we'll hear Chief Davis again. There are good habits and bad, and many folks have sworn off the latter. Thoughtful individuals, of course, continue their good habits, and intelligent motorists, by the tens of thousands who know what Rio Grande Class gasoline means for their cars, merely renew their resolution to stand by this wise and profitable habit. Wise because the superior motor fuel gives every motorist who uses it real police car performance in his car. Profitable because it delivers peak efficiency in all kinds of weather, and yet costs less per mile. Visit the red and white Rio Grande station in your neighborhood. Take aboard one tank full of real gun to crack. And the resolution is as good as kept. The resolution is as good as kept. You, your motor, and your pocketbook will applaud the day you resolve to switch to real gun to crack. The gasoline that will give you a happier and more profitable new year of motoring. And now, Chief Davis. The Naval Patrol brought word of the stranded yacht. And the Coast Guard boat Perseus was dispatched to return the survivors who told the terrible facts you had just heard dramatized. There is not the least doubt but that Horn and Spernak acted in defense of the other passengers and themselves. Obviously, Morgan's crime did not pay. Thank you, Chief Davis. <laughs>